I need to apologize about the topic because the label is kind of a very generic label. It's sort of to, like a kola norim aliyah. And you know, we, we're deciding what to talk about, so a label needed to go out. And I, we will, I do want to touch about certain points of um, these weeks that are coming up. It's uh, three weeks next week and Tisha uh, and so on. So I, 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 I wanted to learn two or three points relevant. Um, the first two or three points are sort of halachic points, not practical, practical halacha, but more a sense of the thing. Um, there's a Mesorist that learning the halachas helps you connect to it. It's not only besides needing to know practically, which is obviously very important, but having a sense of the halachas. And um, so I, I want to do one or two points that are kind of general sense of what the days are about. Um, I want to dwell specifically on a halachic point, a little deeper, and then I would like to do one or two points out of the Kuzari, speaks about the meaning of Beis HaMikdash, Yisrael, and so on, which I think are very fundamental to understanding the day and so on. The first one is going to be, the first page one is Rambam in Hilchas Tainis. And the two points I want to see here, I'm not going to add much, but there are a lot, they, they give us a very good sense of the, the, what Tanesim are and so on. Aleph. Mitzvah's Asim in Torah, Lizok Ulaharia Bechatzotros, Al Kaltzara Shetova Latzibur. There's a Mitzvah's essay to Davin. Lizok Ulaharia is to Davin. Bechatzotros, Liri Bechatzotros, a special Mitzvah, they used to have Chatzotros, Al Kaltzara Shetova Latzibur. So the framework of Hilchas Tainus is as follows. When Kalal Yisrael has any issue, it's a mitzvah to be misfollowed. Even though there is a general mitzvah to be every day, and it's some Mishonim hold yes, some Mishonim hold no, but on a time of a tzara, there is a mitzvah to be misfollowed, and the, 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 that's what the Pesach says, Kloma, Koldova Sheyitzalachem, Anything that will weigh on you, any distress in Klal Yisrael, Kigon, Batsoris, a hunger year, Dever, a plague, Arba, or Kyotzeben, Zakolen, Vario. So the mitzvah's essay is always, whenever some event of distress happens in Klal Yisrael, to be misfollowed. And it's almost the opposite. We, we think that on a tiny sibur, they added on Phyllis that are longer and so on, I guess, to take up the breakfast time, so you don't notice the missing breakfast, the Erev Yimakena, some slichas. In a certain sense, the slichas of Yimakena are more the focal point. It's, it's a yom of tefillah, and this is talking about not the type of tainas that we observe. This is any time when Christ was living in Israel, any time something happened of a national um, distress, they would have a mitzvah's essay to be mispalel, and especially to blow chatzotzos. V'dovazei says, the Ramam says, midarke tshuvahi. This is a unique facet of tshuva. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings some sort of tzara to Kala Yisrael so that they do tshuva. The response falls under, it's, it's another type of tshuva. V'dovazei like tshuva shebizman shetovu tzara v'yizaku alav v'yoriyu when, when some tzara befalls them and them is follow, it, it basically, what the tefillah does is, is it re-emphasizes that 
we are responsible in some degree for what happened. Um, so when Klai Yisrael lived there at Yisrael, and there was a very immediate sense of Ashgacha, in other words, we, we felt, that we felt and, and it was correct, that the events have much more of a sense of Averis and Mitzvah to it, rather than natural causes per se. That was a mitzvah to Davin and to do tshuva on it. And this is called kindness in a generic sense. In other words, in the time, Mesephus Tainus deals with this mainly. In the time of Klal Yisrael being in Eretz Yisrael, Beisad Mikdash, and so on, they would, anytime there would be a natural calamity of sorts, they would go and they would be gozatites. Gimel. Avlim lo yizaku v'lo yiriu. Eleyom adovah zeminiga olam, irolonu. Betzor is nikra nikris. This sort of happens. It's some sort of natural. Harezu derech hafzoris. This is, it's cruel. And what happens is it creates a vicious cycle of HaKadosh Baruch bringing more distress on Kalei Zon and so on. Dalit. Umedivrei sofrim. The Chachamim added to this process, they added tightness to this process so that it enhances it. A person is, is, walks around less content, he feels the, the difficulty of fasting, it, it's a little bit less physical, a person becomes more sensitive spiritually. So tightness is a setting for a tshuva process which focuses in tefillah. Um, so the first point I just wanted to, this, the next piece is not continuous, is to introduce the concept of tainus in general. The Ramam says that tainus in its, in its more specific sense, which is having some sort of event or difficulty befalling cholesterol, was supposed to be mispalo. The focus of the tefillah is to acknowledge we've done wrong, Asking Kaddish Baruch Hu to um, reverse it through promising tshuva, and Chachamim added tainus as a setting. This was called a tainus tzibur. This is the original format of, of a tainus, and the Gemara tainus proceeds with how it works, who fares when, and so on and so forth. That's really the focus of Sefer Tainus. A corollary of this. Take a look at the next page, page two. Now. There, this is already the fifth page of the Rama. The Rama went through four prokim of describing all sorts of different um, tanesim and so on, of, of, of the, these tanesim and, and the process. The, generally speaking, there's, a, there's an increasing um, severeness to the, to, the, to the tanesim and so on. Perakamishi, Aleph. Yesham yomim shekol yusol misanim bahem she'iru bahem. Besides these tanesim, which are meant to be on a, on a current tsar, there are days that Klausel fasts because of events that happen. What's that all about? Today, similar, to awaken us and do tshuva, it will be a remembrance for bad things we did, the types of things that our forefathers did that are like us, which caused them and subsequently to us those tsars. Now, I'd like to stop a minute and just explain a point. It, it, um, it, there's, uh, there's a book 
um, that, that I have at home. I think it's called Sefer Hatumos, if I'm not mistaken, the Book of Tears. It's three fat volumes about all the Tzoros that has befallen Klal Yisrael from Bayashani, I think. I don't, I don't think it was during, I, I, if I remember correctly, like it, it was post Bayashani, probably started, until that very day. Um, and it's three volumes of about a thousand pages. So Klai Yisrael suffered many, many Tzoros, and yet the, the days of, of kindness are only four. Well, how did, like, on what basis do we choose these days of kindness? As a, as a parenthetic remark about that book, I need to quote something from the introduction. It was written by somebody I think called Berenfeld, and he says, you know, I've written so many books, I've, I've, I've written all these terrible thesaurus and so on and so forth, and imagine that, that we think that today, in a modern civilized era, that these things would not be happening, and look at what we're suffering in Europe, and look how terrible it is. It was written in 27. So, so, so the, the, you know, that's three volumes. This is, this is written in 1927. So, so, uh, that's, I found that stunning when, when I read it. No, he's reading it, and I was thinking, yeah, of course, I would expect uh, And I say, one second. He writes it in 27. But, but at any rate, what's, so where did Muhammad pick? I mean, if, if he'd be fasting all those days, we'd long be dead of starvation. I mean, it, 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 there's not a day that, that's passed that hasn't. And the answer is the Rambam is pointing out Chazal picked points that they feel are so deep in the psyche of Kalal Yisrael, like Chet Hamiraglin wasn't something that only happened then. Chazal have identified it as belonging somewhere still in the psyche of Kalal Yisrael. Um, Chet of the eagle, the Pasik says, whenever some sorrow will come, you're going to get something with because the Torah felt, the Torah identified these elements as things that are very deep in the psyche of Israel. And therefore, these days, these four days uh, that David goes with Highness on, they serve to, re- to touch base that we have not yet gotten rid of all of those elements. Um, the Gemara says, it says a stira whether Akashpropa punishes children or not. Because Prophet says it depends if they carry on with what their parents did wrong or not. Because if they carry on, then it's a deeper problem. It's, it's a rooted problem, and you need to uproot it. So these days are special. They're also days of tshuva, but not for current service, as much as for the fact that we need to open up and find out what happened over there. Um, and then he goes through the, 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 the Som Gedalia, and Asar B'Tevish, and Tishabah. Now, um, okay, so these were two introductions about Tainus in general that I felt it was important. Tainus Esther was a much later type of Tainus. In other words, it's, it, and he, the Rama mentions it, it's, it's a minhad sort of, and that he mentions it, hey, but these are the Tainus that sort of about. So the first two points are Tainus in general, the, 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 the essential Tainus where it comes from, and these Tainus. Now I'd like to dwell on a specific point about Tisha B'Av, and, and this is more of a halachic of a principle, and um, I would like to uh, go a little a drop into depth. Let's look at page three. The Ramam says, Ubekula, in all of these Tanesim, Ochlin Vishosin Valaila, you can eat and drink at night, Chutzmi Tishabah, except for Tishabah, which is exactly what we do. He's obviously Yom Kippur is not. A, Yom Kippur doesn't belong in these, in these categories. Yom Kippur has its own 
halachas, and it's it's not relevant to this. Vav, mishi kanes av, mimatim besimcha. When av comes about, you have to um, you have to start being mimat besimcha, and he goes through the things that we that we do, the hair cutting and and the and the and the cleaning and the washing, etc. etc. Zayin. Now Tishavav he says. Tishabov, the night is like the day, meaning not only you can't eat, you can't wash, and so on. You can only eat when it's still day. And is also like Yom Kippur. Now, um, let's maybe just finish the halach and then we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll try to deal with the pieces. A person should not eat meat or drink wine in Suda Masikpa. He can drink like um, something that's just fresh off the press. You can eat all salted meat. I guess technically salami would work, but we don't. Let's look over this halacha a little more intensely. And, and yeah. the first thing that strikes us is Ben Ashmasha Yom Kippur. It's Ben Ashmasha's is also like Yom Kippur. Now, the first problem is that we know that Ben Ashmasha's is halachically a category of a suffering. That's what its, it's category is. Um, there are, um, the halacha is any suffering that arises the Chumrah, any suffering that arises the Kula. We don't always cut the line. We don't always look for the cooler. You know, if, if somebody has a suffix, if, if, if it's already after the night to eat its own bidai or whatever, it technically, if it's a real suffix, you can also a suffix to on a cooler. But, you know, it's not, not a mitzvah to cut it that down to the, to the line, but fine. Tish above is a, um, Tish above is, is also the Rabbanan. It's only the Rabbanan. And he says it's usher to eat to eat benashmashes. Um, the um, the you know for us Marshall, if somebody we ask us on a tiny starbonum like Tsongidalia, it's the morning already. And we're not sure if it's day or not. Um, and uh, somebody we ask about Rosemary, can I eat or not? The answer would be if you don't have to, it's already a suffix to say out. If we really you know, if push comes to shove, it's, it's, it's so okay, you know, if even not to go fish, but there's something I want to cool up. But the Raman, we, we would pass over Rabban Akula. Where does he get the halacha? So it's a Gemara. It's a Gemara in Pesachim. And take a look at page 4. The Gemara has a Shaila. It says that um, this Tishabov and Yom Kippur are similar in almost every aspect. The Gemara goes through trying to find out where there would be a difference. And the Gemara says... Um, it's Doresh Rava, Ubers and Nikas, Anas Vashim, like Dash and Anas Vashim, Yom Kippur. It's in the middle, I'm just calling it random. Ubein Ashmashal, also. So it does say that there are also Ubein Ashmashals of Kippur, and it does say also Ubein Ashmashals of Tishabah. Fine. So let's say the Rabbanan made a Chumrah. The Rabbanan said it's also because it's, it's Chumrah, it's a real, it's a tightness, it's a very Chumradic tightness. But what's the Moshal like Yom Kippur? It's not like Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is also because of the rises of Chumrah. Tishabov, you're not already at night, you're not already in the day, but it's not, the reason why it's Ossetiv is not because it's Yom Kippur. 
you know, if, 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 if uh, let's just give a, a marshal, if I could, if I just, I, I just want to, I want to shorten what bothers me in the Lush. When you give a marshal, when you give an analogy, not it has to be as close to heart. So the marshal, if I see somebody eating a piece of, I don't know, a piece of something or other that it's not sure if it's, if it's kosher now. And I think it's not so kosher, but this person is kind of, um, he, he doesn't care about it, he's callous. So I tell him, you should know, if you're eating X, it's like you're eating a piece of chazim. That's a very, very good analogy. Um, because he just thinks it's not quite a trade. And I'm telling you, it's really trade. That analogy is, 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 is common. But if I tell him, if you eat this, it's like you're wearing shatnas. Well, yes, they're both alive, but, 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 but it's, a, it's a sloppy, sloppy analogy. You know, it, it doesn't logically, you don't, an analogy like that is sloppy. I mean, you try to sharpen your point with the analogy. You're not saying it's like that. The Rambam says, well, you should know that, you, that it's awesome. It's versus like him kipper. Well, it's not like him kipper. It's, it's because Chachamim made it very chamer, and they said, no speaker the Raisa, the Rabban over here. No speaker Rabban Lakul over here. But why has it become like him kipper? The second point is, and, and again, reading the Rambam carefully, the Rambam is written extremely carefully. The Rambam says, um, it's Bein Hashmash, this is like Yom Kippur. Well, what is a suffix Tishab of Machmirim boy, or something like that? Um, and then he says, and so on. I'm a little bit, the Rambam's division of halachas are also very careful. Not eating bus and, 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 and drinking wine, and so on and so forth. These are kind of minhagim of a whole different order than this, than, than this din of fasting on, 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 on not, not eating during Ben Hashmashas. The Rambam should have made it a new aloha somewhere, the, uh, somewhere afterwards. It should have continued. And what about Sudas Mavsekis? But not together. Here he's listing the main alochas. He spoke about the Tainas, the Dine, um, Kibos, Sipurs, so on and so forth, and, and, and so on. He, um, he also, if anything, I would have stuck in this halacha right at the top line. In every time you can eat and drink at night except for Tishabah. And, and, uh, and, and then I would have gone on to it. Drum cuts a new halacha here, which includes it as an afsekis. Also seems to be very sloppy. The right way to do it would have been you can't eat in day and the night and Ben Hashmashis is no heta. Then he lists the other thing, and then he goes on to Surah Mavsekis, which is kind of a minor type of Allah. Um, I will not, I, I don't, I, there, are, there are other details if anyone has the time. The, the Mechaschinov speaks a lot about this on the next, on page five. Um, I'm not, I'm not uh, going to go into it, but take a look at the Chinuch. On page five, the Sefer Chinuch is a Risho. We don't know who he is exactly. Um, we, we, we know he was a Levi, his name was Aaron, but we have an identity. He, he was definitely Rajba's, uh, he was from the big Rishonim. And his Lushan is, it's the middle of that, of that page, the middle of page five is the Chinuch. He says like this, he says, you know what, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Tisha B'av, even though it has nothing to do with Yom Kippur. Um, it's, the page is reversed, it's page six, starts the piece, I'm, I, and he says... I will now speak a little bit about Kippur, even though it's very different Yom Kippur. Even though it's two separate days, I, I remember as a young boy, I was in third or fourth grade, the Rebbe was telling us, Tisha B'Av is a sad day, Yom Kippur is a serious day. 
and I, it, it was, I, I did understand the difference, but I didn't know the word serious meant. I don't, it was kind of, it was, it was at a stage where the vocabulary was said, was, was part of vocabulary, but serious was not. And I was trying to match it to other things. I remember very clearly. So he says, it's different. But, Lefisha, shame, tainus, kololam. Because they both are called a tainus. Nedababo ma'at. I, w- I do want to discuss Tisha what he says. Vodiachan, I'll tell you. Sheikh Nirubo Chacham Becholin Yonah, Kimoyom Kippur. They were machm like in Kippur. Lahatsim Bodyom, Rechitza, Sichanil, Sanas, Vashir, so on and so forth. So also, he draws the analogy in Kippur and says, you know what? I'm introducing it here in Kippur because even though the motif behind it is very different, but still, it has a lot of similarities. So I, I would like to maybe explain, try to develop a point as far as understanding the, the communists and so on. Um, the, the, uh, the halacha b'chlau, suga mafsekes, is also, it seems to us, like, it's hard to understand that suga mafsekes, it, it, it says you're not allowed to eat two tafshilim suga mafsekes. You can't eat two cooked items. And that's why the minig is, you eat a hot boiled egg, a piece of bread and water, so the tafshil is the hot boiled egg and so on. It, it's something that's a little bit hard to be covea because Sudasam of Sekesh doesn't seem to be a real entity unto itself. It should be the last meal you eat before the tainus. There's no mitzvah. To, to, is there a mitzvah to sit and eat Sudasam of Sekesh? What if a guy didn't eat Sudasam of Sekesh? Is he missing something? You know, it, I mean, Sudasam of Sekesh happens to be the last time you eat before. But, but it seems that Sudasam of Sekesh is an entity. What is it that... that the, and I once heard from Shul Kamenetsky once at a shir, and he quoted his father that Surah Mavsekis is a positive entity. It's not just the last time you have to eat. It shouldn't be, you know, two things. So I'd like to, to describe it as follows. There is no such thing in halacha as a unit of time that starts in the morning and finishes at night. The, 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 there's no such unit. Um, the yom as a unit, of, as, as an entity, is from night through the day. When Chachamim Wagoza to fast from morning till night on the regular tainus, it it's not really, we call it a tainus, but it's not a yom tzom. It's not a day that has gotten a meaning on the calendar. During, we fast, during, we refrain from eating because that stimulates us to do tshuva and tzmahoras and so on and so forth. But it's not a tainus in the sense of being a yom tainus. So therefore, it's, it's something which um, we fast during that day, and it's, it's called a tainus shows. The Chazal call that type of tainus a tainus shows because it's, it's an amount of time not to eat. You haven't, I don't want to use the word sanctified, but you haven't dedicated the day as a yom tainus. A yom tainus, in the sense that what's called a tainus sibur, what Mesech Tainus deals with in its original form, is a unit of time, which is a morning and a night, that is a Yom Tainus. We have one, which is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a Yom Kadosh, it's a Yom Kadosh, and it's a Yom Tzom. Yom Tzom Kippur. It's a day that is, has a sanctity of, of Kedusha, and it has a dedication of Tainus. Kitshu Tzom, it says the Pasuk. Dedicate a fast. Kiru Then, there are other days 
that Chachamim said, fasting will help the process of remembering what happened, understanding where we've gone wrong with it, and doing tshuva and so on and so forth. Then there's a second category, and that's Tishabov. Tishabov, the Chachamim said, it's going to be a yom of tainus. And the only model that we have for that is Yom Kippur. So if we're looking for a model of a yom, it's, it, it, that's the only thing, because the other fast days, Tisha B'Av is not a super Shavasa B'Tamas. It's an analogy to Yom Kippur, because that's what it is. It's a day that's been dedicated to fasting, and therefore what's Nogea the Halacha of, of the suffix of, of Ben Hashemashos, that's a very important suffix. Because other fakers, for instance, well, if you pass in a shayla, if, if somebody comes to you who doesn't feel well on Tisha B'av, it's a very different shayla to pass in than if you don't feel well on Yom Kippur. It's two worlds. It's not the same. You don't pass in the of Humrah on Tisha B'av or anything else. The only thing that he mentions that has that flavor of suffix of, of a direction is only this thing. And he says so. For Bein why? Because in this prat, since we want it to be a day of, of tainus, and the only... And the only model that we have for a day is in Kippur. So, so we made it a Takana that it be the same. It starts with Shkir. Ben Hashemoshes is included in. And it, so even though technically the reason for that Sovetai is Al-Khumra, because if we be able to pass time, we could say it. But the Takana at least has a reason why the Takana was set up like that. It was set up like that because its content is, it emulates a day of tainus. The only tainus that we have is in Kippur. The other days are days that we face, but they're not a yom of tainus in the real sense. I think that that's why the Rambam also includes it, includes the inyanim of a Surah Mavsekis in it. We ask Surah Mavsekis, if I understood Rabbi Shmuel correctly when he said over from his father, from Yaakov, what he meant was as follows. Again, I mean, it's, my, it's, my, it's my sense of what he, what he meant, but I, I think that's pretty much. Just why are we mekabbling ourselves in Kippur? In Kippur, we mekabbling ourselves in Kippur. Just like the mekabbling Shabbos, we mekabbling Kippur. Because creating, if your Kippur was just that I'm not allowed to eat, then whether you like it or not, as soon as it's dark, you're not allowed to eat. You mekabbling your Kippur, not just the Kedusha of the day like Shabbos. You mekabbling yourself in, in, the, in the Nusach that you say in your Kippur. You mekabbling yourself the, 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 the times or the Inuyah. The answer is because it's, it, the, Yom Kippur means to dedicate a day of, of, of a Yom of Tzom. These are elements of the Yom, and therefore accepting it is an important part of it. And that's why Surah Mavsekes is an important element, because Surah Mavsekes means I am cutting now. Cut the day and start now a new day. So Surah Mavsekes is not just the last meal you happen to eat when you could still eat. Surah Mavsekes is a declaration. Till now it's Tishwab, uh, uh, will be Tuesday. Monday e- e- evening when I see the Surah Mavsekes, I'm creating the Yom of Tishwab because the, I'm being Mavsek. It's not the last Surah, it's the Surah Mavsekes. So it's possible to, 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 to um, give this... Um, to give the Surah Mavsekes halachas. A Surah Mavsekes has to have a certain tsuri to it, because it's not just the last time you ate, it's the Surah that declares Adkan Achilas 
Chespa'ov, Mikan Ve'ilich, and that's why you have to make a knife. Because he's sort of sectors, you have to have a mind, you have to say. But, but at any rate, one would assume that the time starts now, unless you specially create an exception for it. But it's, so the Rambam puts that together, these halachas. And that's what the Rambam is saying. The Rambam is saying Tishabov is very different than other Tanaisim. Other Tanaisim are about fasting, Tishabov is about being a Yom Tanais. The way we see it is that it starts from the day to the night, and the only model we have for that is Yom Kippur. And, and, the, and, and the, the Chumrah that Chachamim incorporated was a Chumrah that speaks to it. it it's, it's the eating Ben Hashmashos, because that sort of is part of what creates the day as such. And the, and, and the Ramam says, and since it's a day, on, on a tiniest Lamashal, like, like uh, on the type of tiniest, like Tzambidalia or, or Shabbat Betamus, there could never be a halacha. What are you allowed to eat? A guy wakes up early in the morning. So there's certain halachas about eating before davening and so on. You know, a half hour or something. But, but you can eat whatever you want. If, if you're in the mood at 3 in the morning for a steak, and, you know, a, 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 a big steak and, and uh, gravy, it, it, there's, no, there's no halacha that would limit it. Because there's no suram of seconds. Suram of seconds is only, in that case, it only mean the last thing I eat in the morning before I came, before it dawned and so on. But, but in Tishaba, since I'm creating a yom of tainus, I therefore am doing it with a, with a suram of seconds. And suram of seconds has a lot. So that's a suram already of a suda that's sort of bringing on Tishaba. Those are, those are the three elements I want to discuss in the sort of the halacha of Tisha B'Av. Um, the Indian of Tainus General, the Indian of Tanesim Darazikaran, and this, and this specific Nakuda over here. Now I'd like to touch on um, more, something a little bit about the substance of the day and so on. The Sefer I chose, I, I like um, learning a lot um, the texts. It's, it's, it's always good to know um, what it says than what I said. Um, so I'd like to go through two pieces in the Kuzari, if time will allow. The, the, um, and they are deal with Eretz Israel. The Kuzari was written by, and again, you'll excuse me if I'm, I'm saying something everybody knows, but there's always a chashashnat, and I'd like to know, I'd like to explain on whose shoulders was it. Kuzari was on the first Rishonim. He was the father of Devon Ezra. He was a, uh, known for his uh, poetry. Um, he, uh, some of the kinnis are his. He was a tremendously beautiful writer, and his kinnis are just, and some of his piyutim, and some of his mirrors are extraordinarily beautiful. He is actually brought la halacha. Um, one of the great halachic issues of the last generation was decided partially by something because he speaks about uh, the dateline, actually, the national dateline. It's uh, he and another Rishon are the pillars of it. Um, he was very early. He was like kind of in, in the, the, the 1,000 type of, of time frame. This book, this Sefer that he wrote, he was also tremendous. This, this Sefer that he wrote, Sefer Kuzari, is written as a dialogue between a, the king of the Khazars, who was, um, it was a tribes in Central Asia that this legend, uh, true, not, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make a difference, um, that they converted to Judaism through some process of dialogue, he presents a book as if this was a dialogue between a Jew and the, and the king of the Khazari, and he uses it as a platform just to explain basic principles of Judaism. And it's a very, very fundamental work, a very important work, um, and one of the things that's very, very dominant is his love for Israel. He did go to Israel at the end of his years, he was supposedly killed as soon as he got there, 
those are already stories, but he did make that soul, and, and his Amazon soul was awesome. And, he, and it's, it's extraordinary safer. There are two pieces. One is about Karbonis and Besamikdash, and the second piece is more about Eretz soil itself, and if there's any sense of Eretz Yisrael, So the first one is on page, uh, what is it? Seven. I just heard it's, it's kind of a little bit blood out. Okay. Um, it's on the right hand side, the Omar Kuzar, It starts anew after the line over there. I'm happy, whatever you explain to me about a certain thing. I want to understand about carbonis. Um, things that have a very hard time understanding. It, it's just a rational person doesn't deal well with these things. Lamashal says, Mashanema, as carbonis are God's bread. I mean, how could that be? He says, the carbonis go to God and the, there is food. It doesn't uh, make any sense. So Kuzari speaks at length. I'm, I'm not going to go through because it's not so much the point I, I was want to deal with. And I'll just sketch what he wants to say. He says that just like the human body consists of a body, which is very physical, and it requires physical input. You need physical oxygen, physical water, physical food, and so on and so forth. Once that's in place, within that body, as how that's one of those things that we find it hard to understand, there is something that is more than the body, and that's the soul. So the soul needs a certain platform on which to be, but it itself is, transcends the body and is of a, of a much uh, uh, different substance, and so on and so forth. That's the human person, human body. The same thing, he says, is true about the Beis Hamikdash. You know, God in the world is the, the analogy is God to the world is the soul to the body. By analogy. Both of them are not of the same substance, but both of them are prerequisite. Before Hashem chooses to dwell in this world, He needs a platform on which to be, as He dictated. So just like there's a, there's a biological platform which conforms to a lot of strict biological laws, what you need, a person should be alive, and yet life is more than the sum total of the hands and feet and the stomach, there's, there's over here more also. So he goes through it and explains a lot about how the Avodah the Beis Hamikdash was a sort of a more refined body. Each element of the Beis Hamikdash represents things analogous to a body, and together they became a platform for Hashem to dwell. So it's not the bread that God needs, but the bread that will cause Hashem to be there. That's the point they go through. I want to start towards the end. Um, let's go to the next page, which is page 9. And he, he goes through, he, he draws an analogy to each and every one of the elements of the, of the, um, of, of the body, and so on. The little Chavzayim, Omar Kuzayim. I really like that Moshe, it's really good. Ulam, he says, there's something missing. You told me what the hands are, what the feet is, what the stomach, what the liver, what the kidneys. We're missing the head. So the Chava, the Jew answers. The root of wisdom is Aseris Adibris, which is in the Ara. Which was sort of the heart. And the, and, the, and the veins and everything comes from it is the Torah. 
Here you have two wisdoms are there in one place. Chachmas HaTorah, Shenosei Makohanim, the wisdom of Torah, Vechachmas HaLokus, and divine wisdom, Shenosei Manavim, who are the prophets. Let me just explain just this point. What he means is the halacha, so to speak, and the agadah, the part of Torah which tells you what you're supposed to do, the points, the, the things, and the, the, the neshama of it, are, so the Kohanim used to pass the Shailas, like it says, the Bosala Yerubish and so on and so forth. The Navi was the Spirit of God. So the heart and the mind were in the Ark. Um, they both the Chachme Torah, Sanhedrin, and the Nevi'im were the wise the people that rebuked them, and the people that wrote his history, these are the heads of the nation. So this is sort of the final, the climax of it. So the Kuzari says, hey, in Cain he says, so you're telling me that basically you're a decapitated, heartless body. You, you, you've got the hands, the feet, you've got this, that, and everything. You've got nothing. Hey, you're missing the main point of my soul. So basically, you've sort of, you've explained yourself out of relevance. You, you know, so you're telling me basically you're irrelevant. There's nothing left to you. So Omar Chavas, so he answered to him, You're right. I'll tell you something more than that. I can't even see myself as a body. These were scattered limbs. They're not even in one place. It's, it's the dry bones that Kechaskel saw. He says. But listen. And here is, he, he says one of the most profoundest points. Let's give a marshal outside first. And then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see it inside. Imagine you, you took a person and you showed him you know, these IQ tests you have match what's like what. You take a living person, one, uh, you know, exhibit A. You take a statue, um, like from Madame Tussauds Museum, that looks exactly like the person. And that's exhibit two. And then you take one cell, a little cell, with an intact cell of that, of that living person. And that's three. And you ask somebody... A, the living person is like this or like this. So if you ask a child, they'll say, it's simple. They look exactly alike. Like you couldn't tell the difference. It's like, I remember there was a museum like that in New York. I forgot what it was called. Also had these very lifelike models. And one of the shtick was there'd be a workman sleeping there. You never knew if it really was him. Everybody was always busy kicking him to try to figure out, you know, because that was the one that didn't know if it, it, it looked like he might actually be a real guy who sort of snuck up. So you ask a person, which is which? Which is more? The answer is that look-alike is dead and will forever and ever be dead, and it only looks alike. A living cell, a cell, not even living, if it has the DNA, it can become that person all over again. The same thing. He says, Those dry bones, that have something left over from the living one. Once upon a time, this was a vessel for a heart, for a mind, for a spirit, for a seichel. Are infinitely better 
their bodies carved out of stone or marble. Asher and their heads, they have an imitation of all the living um, organs. There never was any life to it. And it's impossible there will be living like that. They are imitations. They look human. They aren't human. That tiny cell with the DNA is human. That stature that looks exactly like it is inhuman. Kitvarachakemus. Because it says, yes, you're right. And then the Chava continues. Ha'umos ha'mesos, those dead nations. It means nations that are still alive and kicking today. But they, they don't have a ruach to them. Ashanisu lechaksumachai, they, they imitated us. Christianity and Islam are Judaism uh, remakes, imitations. Higil lechola yoisel dimachitzayni. They, they, they created an outward semblance. Temples, priests, uh, all sorts of rituals, etc. They, they created temples. Never was there a divine spark in those temples. They went through the rituals of prophecy. They never received it. I'll tell you something else. When they did wrong, when they sinned, they never had fire come down from They never had a holocaust. Nothing. Just like um, a, a living, hand of something is living. I, I remember I once went to a dentist and there was an um, issue of possibly root canal. So he touches it with something like very hot. He asked me, Do you feel any pain? I said, No. Then he touches something very cold. And says, no. So I felt good. I said, ah, it doesn't hurt. He says, buddy, it's dead. It's coming out. You know, if, if, if an Uma, we recognize a, li, a living organism is always responding. And pleasure and pain are, are, are the same in measuring something living. And, and therefore, he says, these nations, they never had ruchnius, they never had a real alukus, and they never suffered what we suffered because it's dead. When it's dead, there's no pain um, feedback. He said, Akashpah doesn't feed back. They never got a response back. Akashpah said, you're bad, and this is the punishment you're getting. What happened to Umas Olam, when they became irrelevant, they disappeared. There never was a pain mechanism of Kindalach, Dutshuva, and so on and so forth. Ninveh was an exception. We need to know why and so on. When something happened to their temples, nothing, they, 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 they didn't, they, they, destroying their temples did nothing to them. And if anything happened to them, it only happened because it was weak or, 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 or little or strong or whatever it is. The history of the world has natural historical flow. There are laws, so to speak, laws of history. History follows patterns and you can sort of fit Umar Solomon into it. When the Besamidish was destroyed, we became sick, we became devastated. In other words, um, it, it, when, when we talk about the Besamidish being destroyed, it's not one element of our self, it's, it's the soul, it's the heart. And when that comes back, then we will come back, we'll be healed again. Whether we're large or small, it makes a difference. Why? Our God is a living God. 
he's holding on to us now, So, so, so the Kuzari tells him that what marks the Jewish people as being so different is the response that we have to Akadosh Baruch who deals with us in extraordinary ways. Um, I, I just, you know, you think about it, it, it. Israel is a tiny blip on the map. Um, I, my son was once um, flying, I guess, from Australia. No, he was from Europe, and he was sitting next to an Indian, Indian from India, and he was talking to him, and I, I think it was the first time he'd seen a Jew, and he was talking to my son, and then on, on, on sort of an intuition, my son asked him, "Tell me something. How many Jews do you think are on the world?" So he said, he estimated he was 70 to 80 million Jews. So my son told him, probably not a tenth of that. So he says, can't be. You, wait, you make way too much noise. Okay. And, and, and it's real. You know, the, 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 and, and also, I mean, how did we go from 60 years ago from almost not existing to thriving like we were thriving before? There's nothing natural about that cycle. Completely unnatural. Because it's, it's guided by a different type of feedback. We, we don't know much. We don't understand very much of it. But, but it's a very different. And that's why we carry ourselves, even though we're not prominent, we carry ourselves in a way that is a, um, is a test of Antarctic because when our Ruchnis Tekamatsev is bad, then everything collapses. And that's why we keep looking back to the Besamikdash destruction as being the root of all our things that went wrong. Because that's really... So just like when you, when you take a, 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 um, someone who suffered something as a trauma when he was young, you keep referring back to that all his life because that was a very, very much, a very essential part of a person. Pesamikdash mm-hmm. is a very much essential part of ourselves, and therefore, sorrows that come after that come from it. This is one piece of the Kuzari I want to go through, and I want to go through one more piece. Um, the next one is the very end of the Sefer. It's a page 10. Um, it, it's very interesting because during the Sefer itself um, the king rebukes the, the Chava, the king tells the Chava I don't say something, I think you're a little bit of a hypocrite because you talk so much about Israel and you're here, and the guy said you're, you know, touche <laughs> you won, you scored a real point on that one, that was, you know and, I mean, he put it in deliberately, I mean it, it's, it's a, he said yes but he's asking him here an important question. Achat Varmeli says, he sort of narrates the event. After all this whole book over here, Gama Chavlil says, Akuzar left us straw. He decided he's going to leave. Kuzari got to Yushalayim. But Kuzari cussed up and the Kuzari was very upset. He really got to like this person. He spoke to me and said, What are you looking for in Israel today? Shashchina Deres Mimena. I was once sitting next to two people. One of them was an old-time Yid who went through the war and was a survivor, came to America, built up a very nice business, was prospering, very Hamish Yid, Borough Park, doing very well. The second one was um, somebody much younger than him, somebody who grew up in America, Yeshiva Bacha, but kind of with it, sophisticated, lived in Manhattan. Um, that was, those are the two. And I, I caught the following conversation. The older man tells him, Shleimala, he says, do you know the difference between me and you? He says, when Mashiach is going to come, I'm going to catch my breath. I'm going to say, Rabbi Mashiach, I have a very strong position in the stock market now. 
the, the housing market's not great. Could you wait a few weeks? I'll get rid of the stocks. I'll sell off the houses. And so on. I'll go to Israel and with you. And that's that. It says, Yushalay Mila, you're going to tell him, Mashiach. I mean, it doesn't pass. Mashiach should live in some second-rate Middle East country. We'll get you a nice house in Yushalay, an apartment. But we'll get you a place on the west side. That's really where you belong. It says, that's going to be you and me. And, and it was something very... It, it was a very good characterization of, you know, that feeling like, he says, what are you looking for in Israel? Because I says, it's, 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 it's a third world country, dried up, nothing left there. But he means it, it says, even Ruchnius, my friend said, Israel, Hashkin Desmond, there's no Shkina there. If you like Kirvil or Lakai, and to become closer to the Shparhu, Halaf Shasiga Bacholmakom, Adia Leva Torah, that Shukah Hazokala. If your heart's pure, and you have real Shukah, then wherever you go, then, you know, you, 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 you sit down. With the Gemara, you, you stay in Shmon Esra, you stay in Kolsak and Shparhu. And why go through the danger of the desert and the oceans and the hatred of the nations around? I guess some things are timeless. Omar Chava. Ocheni says. So he answers, which to us is our Hashkafic understanding of Eretz Yisrael today, what it is and so on. Omar Ocheni says. Hashkina hanireis ayin bayin nederes from Yisrael. The palpable, tangible shechina, in the sense that we saw things that almost overtly were an experience of shechina, whether it's nisim of sorts, whether it's hashkacha, or just the, the sense that a person had in a way that didn't leave much room for doubt, that is not there anymore. al-Nabi, the shechina either dwells on a Nabi, or al-Tzibur Ratzilalakai, or on a group of people that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is happy with them and, and, and the Maisim. In other words, this, I guess, is the Gemara Brachas that are 22,000 Jews, the Shechin HaShayra. Ooh, he says, and, and another condition, he says, V'rach b'mokram amyuchet. Only in a certain place, which means Yerushalayim. V'u'ashan etzapa l'shuvaleinu l'fiyavtochas ke'ayin b'ayir b'shoshan etzim. And this is what we, we, we must follow for. This is what we're waiting for, for the fulfillment of we should see it ayin ba'ayin. Ukemoshan amurit filoseinah, it's like we say in our tefillahs, v'sechazen ayinenu b'shufchol nafcho v'tziyom. It's like different gersah. So I, I want to just um, emphasize a point that, that may slip through. He's saying something very interesting here in Peshat Nadavi. V'sechazen ayinenu b'shufchol the Peshat means we should live to see the, 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 the return to the tziyom. The point that he's emphasizing is the return to Zion is the quote-unquote visible perception of HaKadosh Baruch I think in line with the way he's describing it means right now we have to we have to sort of extrapolate the divine from things. We should be Zohar HaKadosh Baruch Hu returning to Zion is kind of a perception analogous to sight. Avla shechina nisteres, but there's a hidden shechina, a ruchnius. He in kol ben Yisrael zach ha'maisim utar levov, asher kol maser nafshay kajal kaiso. The hidden shechina is with every Jew whose maisim are pure and 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 his and his desires are kadosh That you're right. But where it's Yisrael, he am yuchedes alkei Yisrael. As Israel is unique in terms of Akadish Baruch's focus, and the Maisim 
are not really complete except Eretz Yisrael. In other words, Eretz Yisrael adds a dimension to our ruchnistic fulfillment of mitzvahs that we don't have in Chutzlaretz. So you're right. Today, it's not going to be in the overt way, but the dimension of ruchnis that's added to a person's maizim, that happens in Eretz Yisrael. The harbe mitzvah should Yisrael betelos b'shem the Eretz Yisrael. And we can do many mitzvahs. Mitzvah to Yisrael, it's also some other mitzvahs. Valev lo yizach, and the heart will not be pure, and the kavana will not be kolakodesh except for that place. Even if all we have is just a marshal, um, and, and he explains it, Kiostis or Shuk, and so on. And I, we don't have the time to go through, to keep going through it. But, but he says, this is what we do have left over. Um, as far as the Sakani goes, um, he says, he, he says, you know, people for business put themselves in a lot greater danger, and so on. Um, and so, so I, I want to just re-emphasize this point here also. If somebody will tell you, if you speak to, a, so, so I, I want to put. A very clear focus how we understand it, so how to cause it. Let's say um, I'm talking to a great music, uh, somebody with tremendous musical talent and accomplishment, and he tells me, you know, all the other fiddles grate in your nerve. A Stradivarius is the only thing that's beautiful. You just pick up Stradivarius and it plays by itself. So I said to myself, okay, it costs a lot of money, but you save yourself on the lessons. I'm also not terribly capable. I, to, you know, a public disclaim, I play absolutely nothing. And here I have my chance to make it big. So I go out and buy a Stradivarius. What do I get for that? Nothing. Because I, I'm not playing. If I knew how to play, and if I were to play, there's Eina Doma, the two, the, 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 you know, yes, he's right. There's no comparison This this. And it's a stroll in itself. One should be very should be very wary of automatic kedushas. Um, nothing in Judaism comes automatically, and you can't be automatically close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, there's no such thing as automatic. It requires input. So if somebody says by being an Eretz you are a different person, my answer would be no. Eretz is where you can be another person, and it's important to bear it in mind. It's not a substitute for accomplishment. So on the one hand, we have a frustrating situation where even Bisman whatever we do, doesn't quite carry the dimension of Kedusha that it does in Eretz Yisrael. And that's something that is um, true. But it's only true in as much as we do something. If we don't do something, then... Um, it's it Israel itself is, it, in a certain sense, it, it's a bigger heartache when a person does have it and is not using it. So, 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 Israel, so for us, um, the word religion and Zionism, in its right definition, is not doesn't go together. It's one and the same. What we're looking for in Israel is that sense that that is really a person's focal point for his life. We, we believe that our life is dedicated to becoming close to Akash Prabhupada. Everything that, everything that we do, everything that's asked of us is with that focus, to bring a person 
to make a person nobler, more of a spirit than, 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 than a physical presence, and that makes you call Sakhach Baruch Hu. And to stroll is, is the framework where it can happen to a degree that can never happen in But it's one and the same. There is nothing, there is no one without the other. They are the same thing. It's just one is action, one is place, and when Mashiach comes is the time element. Those are all three dimensions of one and the same description. So the two points in Kuzari, these are very profound points, and, and I, I, if you have a feel for the language, it's extraordinary. It's, it's beauty of the language, is simply, even though it's a translation, but just the, the, two, the two things, the first one was he spoke about Klal Yisrael and the Mokram, the Beis Hamikdash being the repository for the heart Neshama Klal Yisrael, for the fact that Bisman Azer, when there is no Beis Hamikdash, in a certain sense, we are decapitated, heartless, we're missing, and everything is just scattered. We don't, we don't have a nation. We have a lot of people huddling together, but a sense of a real nation we can't have because the, the nisham of it is missing. But what we do have is every, every, the smallest thing that we have it, it are the genes of a living organism. And everything that we have has itself the ability to sprout. It's like a plant. Almost anything of it that put in the right conditions, it'll sprout anew because it's life. That's the nature of living things. So, so Kalal Yisrael might be ground to dust, but it's not dust, it's spores. And every bit of it has itself in a shama to grow out. Um, that's the first point he made. Whereas whatever splendor the garden has, has no neshama to it, and it's dead. It's, it's a museum piece. It's not a living entity. The second piece I spoke of is what Eretz Yisrael is, the, and, he, and he explains that Eretz Yisrael, we do not have the overt that we had, and that's our tefillah sasechzena, that's what we hope for Lassen Lovo. Eretz Yisrael for us today does carry, however, the ability to bring out the best, to bring out our most ruchnistic side. Whatever we do, if we do it in Eretz Yisrael, it has a lot more potential than we do in Chutzler. That's why a person yearns to live in Eretz Yisrael now, and, and that's what we're looking for at Lassen Lovo. Very, very, very.